Ernest, what's up? Look, I want to put you on to something that's been making waves in the personal finance world. If you've been relying on Mint to manage your finances, I got some news that might startle you at first. Mint is no more. But hold on, because every cloud has its silver lining. And in this case, that lining is Monarch Money. For those of us searching for a robust, user-friendly alternative, Monarch Money is stepping up to the plate. And from personal experience, it's hitting a home run. Let's get personal for a moment. Managing finances can be a maze of confusion, stress, and time consumption. Believe me, I've been there, jumping from one finance app to another, hoping to find that one platform that simplifies everything. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design transformed my approach to managing finances. What truly sets Monarch apart for me, though, is its collaboration feature. With money being a top Discord trigger for many couples, the ability to seamlessly manage finances with my wife has been a game changer. No extra costs, just shared goals and clarity. But Monarch isn't just about managing your current finances, it's about building your future. Saving for that dream house, your wedding, or a once in a lifetime vacation becomes not just a possibility, but a reality with Monarch's intuitive tools. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal held it as the best app for savings growth. Monarch Money represents the next evolution in personal finance apps. It's an ad-free haven where your experience is the priority, constantly refined based on real user feedback. It's everything we've been asking for, intuitive, powerful, and relentlessly focused on user satisfaction. Now, for a bit more practicality, Monarch makes transitioning from Mint a breeze ensuring you can bring all your tags and categories with you. It's intuitive design, customization options, and commitment to privacy and an ad-free experience make it stand out in the sea of competitors. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. 
With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. You're taking your money out via not home equity loans, right? You're taking your money out via no, the, the hard money. The, like, not just the hard money. Uh, so keyword is asset-based lender. Asset-based lender. Yes. It, it's um, income-based lenders will be like your Wells Fargo, your Bank of America, you know, your local bank. They're mm-hmm. the income-based. You know, you go to them, they want to see the dope credit score. They want to, you know, they want to see that you have uh, really good income taxes, you know, that you're actually making good money yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, all of my money comes from real estate. So when I go to a bank and, uh, you know, I still try it out once in a while because they got really good interest right now. I was getting that for the loans. Because yeah. it's like, all they see is like, oh, they just see all these expenses. Everything's coming from real estate. So for them, it's like, oh my God, it's like such a high risk. Like, you know, we can't, we can't rock with you. But when you go to these asset-based lender, they don't see any of that. All they're seeing is like, what is the house? Like, this is the house right here. What, what how much do you think it's worth? Oh, it's worth this much. All right, this is how much rent. This is how much I'm collecting the rent. So it's like, all right, cool, yeah, we could give you the loan on that. So outside of hard money lenders, who else is an asset-based lender? Asset-based lender, um, the one I use right now, uh, they're called Vizio. So they're Lens. like they're like companies. Yeah, yeah, they're companies. Yeah, okay. nationwide, na- nationwide companies. People. No, 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 they're, they're nationwide legit bank companies, but they just work with investors. What's the one that you use called? Uh, Vizio. Vizio lending is, is, is the one that I'm currently using right now. That's another thing too. I mean, you got to keep these guys in rotation because yeah. it's like. Um, the, the other lender that I used before, they were giving me 70%. Now this one gives me 75%. That 5%, that's a huge difference. You know, it, it, it's, um, if you're talking about a $300,000 house, that's $15,000. Yeah. What's the interest rate usually from that compared to like a regular traditional bank? So a traditional bank might charge, let's say like a 5%. These guys are charged like a six and a half. Yeah, and, and then it's a, it's a, a five-year arm. So you know, after five years, you have to either sell the house or have to refi it. And, and we, we kind of spoke off camera, but we said hard money, anybody could be a hard money lender, right? Yeah, you can yeah. do it individually or you can team up with a bunch of people. Exactly. To do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think one of the other things is that the, the time frame, right? The time frame when they want their money back is obviously a lot different, right? This is not a 30 year thing, right? They want their money back. And what, like, what are some of the time frames? Well, hard money lenders, they want their money back ideally like in one year. They might give an extension for another six months or another year. Mm-hmm. Uh, with these, um, cash out asset based lenders, they'll give you loans for fixed for five years. Like the well, thirty-year mm-hmm. mortgage, but basically, it's like the interest rate is for five years, seven years, or ten years. Mm-hmm. But after you know, at one point, they want you to um either you know refi the amount, sell the house, or you could go with the thirty-year program, but the interest rate is gonna be a lot higher. You might look at like a eight and a half, nine percent. So I'd rather just go with the short term because I figured you know five years for me is like a long time, and I'm constantly evolving in, in real estate. So I figured like you know they get the lower interest rate just to increase the cash flow. And then in five years, I'll figure it out, you know, see, see so, what's the next. So what do you usually do in five years? What do, what do you do? What's your game plan? Well, let's, let's just say right now, work with, with my portfolio right now. Um, right now, I just started building um, brand new construction houses. Those I'm not going to keep. Mm. Um, had I done new construction a couple of years ago, I definitely would have kept them. But my mindset right now is to develop buildings. And I already have the land to start developing buildings. But I feel like that's like too far of a reach for me right now. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to end up sending about from 10 to 15 new construction, sell those, get that money, and then start building the buildings. So like in five years, I already have a couple of buildings. Once I start developing the buildings, let's say if I develop a 30-unit building, I'm going to start unloading 
30 units of, of these like smaller properties. Like I don't, I'm gonna deal with like the headache of these smaller ones when I can have 30 tenants in one section. If, if this sounds like Monopoly, it, it, it is. Like I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I literally is. watched your vision board and like the last board is like, and when I get all these things, I'll have my Monopoly. So you start with yeah. the little the little uh, greenhouses exactly. until you can get the red building, right? And once you start doing that, no, yeah. three three greenhouses and one red hotel. That's that's hotel Monopoly. hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you understand Monopoly, I'll say all the time. The if you understand game. Monopoly, you can understand how to make money in this world. Yeah, yeah look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Like um, the way I play Monopoly as a kid and even now, that's the same way I approach real estate. <laughs> It's like my strategy when I play Monopoly is just, you know, obviously you got to go around go to just collect the money. But whenever I land on a piece of property, I try to get that property. Like I focus on just getting like the property mm-hmm. and then, you know, focus on getting like kind of like the like the, the, the houses. So it's kind of like that's sort of what I've been doing is like if I see a really good deal and I land on it, I'm going to try to get it. You know, it, yeah. it's like the, don't let it pass out. Now I own properties that are kind of like next to each other. If you look at a building anywhere you go and you really size up the building, you realize like, you know what? It's not that big of a land. It's right. just that on a small piece of land, they just they just went you know pretty high up and they have all these units. So in the, in the city is where you're gonna find the buildings. You're not gonna find them in the suburbs. So now if you basically it's sort of just like Monopoly, if you get you know four properties and on those four properties, like you pop a building. All right. So that leads perfect segue into our, our next uh, segment where we're gonna talk about your next level, what you're doing, uh, which you just briefly talked about, but we're gonna go into detail as far as the the next level. All right, so we playing playing Monopoly with real money, like the um, what was that video? Um, president, that president's video. Man. Shout out to shout out to Jay. We had Jay. the reference, Jay. We we yeah, we kept yeah, on the a lot. Az two player staff. Two player staff. We gonna play with some real money. Az Dame Big. I, we was kind of raised off of music, so that's what yeah, we we, wow, we, yeah. we relate to the music a lot. But if anybody from that era, you remember they were playing Monopoly with real money, but um. Fernando's actually really playing Monopoly. Like, it's not a rap video. It's not a rap video. It's bigger than rap. No, 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 no. It's, bigger, it's bigger than rap. It's bigger than rap. No, we get inspired by rappers. <laughs> so, um, all right. So now you talked about the blueprint as far as to, to buy the homes and then to get the money out of the homes and then buy another home and kind of keep that cycle going. But you're saying that. See, all successful people have a, a plan, right? Nobody just start. We had another guest on. Episode 11, shout out to Derek Falcon. He was a great episode on, uh, he's a restaurant owner in Baltimore. And he spoke about, you have to have a vision, right? His, he was like, whenever he goes into something, he thinks about like, what is his grandkids going to inherit? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's like his play. Like, what's the grandkids going to inherit? Even though he doesn't even have kids yet, I don't think. No, like, no, so, no, no, no. So, but, so that's like, you got to always think three steps ahead. So you already, you're already planning three steps ahead, right? So you did the, you're doing the real estate thing with the, the mixed unit, well, multi-level homes and things that nature, multi-family homes. But the next play is a bigger play, right? Yes. So we want to talk about that in this segment. So you told me over the phone when we spoke and I saw at the seminar that now you're just buying plots of land, yes. right? And you're, now you're a, a real estate developer. Yes. Can you talk about that? Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, a couple of months back, like uh, I was with, with Caesar, and uh, we went at a political function, and we just you know chopping it up, and uh, and he showed me an email. He's like, oh, look, um, like these lots they for sale. He's like you're interested, and I looked at them, and I saw the addresses. I'm like, oh man, I'm just garbage. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. can you pause for two seconds? Because when I say lots, right, a lot of people will think, oh, you're buying a parking lot. 
No, no, no. That goes over. Like, they're like, you know, he's buying a parking lot. Yeah, lies, basically, that's where your property's look like the house is located. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. Okay, thank you. So, so he looks at them too. He's like, yeah, man, I feel the same thing. But as I'm looking through, I saw there was one address that popped up, and there was two lots, and they were next to two properties that I already own that are right <laughs> next to each other. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was been looking for that one. I was like, whoosh. So I was like, so I was like, yo, let me get that list. He sent it over to me, and then uh, reached out to the realtor. But I just wanted those two. I wasn't interested in the other ones. Yeah. So, but the guy was like, nah, the seller, he's only willing to basically sell the whole everything together. Like he's not gonna let you just make and pick which ones you want. Mm -hmm. So I still push for. I was like, you know what? Then I'm gonna buy the like, you know, I try to squeeze in half of them. I was like, put it off for like half. He's like, nah, he wants, he wants, you know, you gotta buy everything. So I lowballed him on everything, and just with the idea, I said, you know what? I'm gonna buy everything, and as soon as I buy, it, did the numbers. If he gives it to me at this price, I could just throw it back on the market, just make a few, a few dollars on it. Mm -hmm. So, get into the process. I ended up uh, going on the contract. As I'm going on the contract, I'm start doing more research. I started researching brand new constructions, and um, I noticed that they were selling for like three fifty, three thirty, three sixty, and I realized that. They're new constructions, but these new constructions were built in 2003. Mm -hmm. Now, these will be built in 2018. So I was like, wait a minute, that means that these have to be worth a lot more than, mm -hmm. so at, at least 375. So, so, so I figured, all right, so the key is like, no, number one, you got to know what can you sell something for. So like, I right, 375. So now, how much am I paying for these lots? On average, I was like paying like 25. 25,000. 25,000. How many, how many lots did you buy? Uh, 22. Well, twenty two lot, twenty five thousand a piece. Yeah, twenty five thousand a piece. Yeah, and there was like another, like a two family in there that they just kind of like threw in. <laughs> so how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you buy lots? You buy it in cash, or you get, can you get like a, a loan for that? Yeah, like, that, yeah, that was like a mission because I'm calling up like the hard money lenders that I use, and they're like, we don't loan on vacant lots. I was like, wait a minute, okay, I just put up, <laughs> I just put up like twenty thousand dollars non refundable, which means you can't loan me on this. Like now, nah, you know what? You got to put up like fifty percent. I was like, shit, I can't. I was like, no, that's too much. And I started making phone calls and I started explaining to them, you know, have a conversation. Like, you know how much business we've done. You, you, know, got, do you, we got, some great, you got some great content. Man. You know what I mean? If I call somebody for, for $20. Well, it's all about relationships. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you build some really good relationships, man. So. And, I, and I'm a quiet guy. Like, you know, I'm not like a big, big speaker, but, you know, when it comes to like, you know, business and stuff, and then get on that phone, it's like, you know, I start, like, I start transforming, man. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like Michael Jackson gets on stage, you know, quiet do off stage, but on stage, he has the performance showtime. So showtime. Like, so, Long story short, I convinced them to uh, to loan me, and uh, and they they were willing to do two, you know the lender was willing to do twenty percent.